Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my signature online coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you like this podcast, then you're going to love my group coaching program. If you want to learn more about the program, including the investment cost, what's included, see client testimonials, and to sign up and enroll, please head over to irresistibleicing.com slash course. That link is also in the show notes. I'm back. Hey, everyone. I have been away. Some of you have noticed that. I have received several private DMs um, asking me when I'm going to put out a new episode, wondering where I am, and I'm back. So I want to talk about where I've been, what's been going on, and also the topic today is all around how to get yourself out of a weight loss slump and what that means. And we're going to just be diving all in. So let's talk about this. It is now March 2021 WTF. Like I don't even know what is happening. Why does this happen every year where it feels like the years are just like slipping through my fingers? (laughs) Um, And February was a little bit of a different month for me. So I'm going to just dive into that because I had put out an episode um, February 1st, actually. And this was not a planned break. This was not something I even communicated. And what I ended up doing is taking a step back from the podcast. And I also took a big step back from social media altogether. So for those of you that are following me on Instagram or Facebook, you probably noticed that I haven't been posting pretty much anything at all. Um, And I'm usually someone who's always putting Instagram stories every single day. And I just haven't been doing that. So backstory on my February, and I promise all of this is going to wrap up nicely into the topic today, which is how to get out of a weight loss slump, because that's kind of what happened to me a little bit. So let's talk about that. Because You know what's interesting too? So when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode and I just wanted to Google for curiosity's sake how to get out of a weight loss slump, what blows my mind is that the search results that come up have nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today. They have nothing to do with the emotional side of weight loss, which in most cases, you probably know this, when it comes to diet culture, There is no talk about emotions. There is nothing talked about other than how to desperately get the weight off in a certain amount of time and blah, blah, blah. And when I looked that up, everything that was popping up was like how to get out of a weight loss plateau. What happens when your weight loss starts to plateau? And that is not what I'm talking about. That is not what I'm talking about at all. What I'm talking about today is when you want to lose weight so bad, you have the just this burning desire to change your body because you know that you need to change your life. And 
getting in that weight loss slump is kind of like finding yourself kind of stuck in the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle to a certain degree where it's like you have the desire, you're uncomfortable, you know what's waiting for you, how much more you're going to gain when you lose the weight, but for some reason you're just not taking the actions you know you're supposed to. And the reason for that could be many different things. And there's a lot of emotional stuff that can get in the way of our goals. And it's things that we need to look at and it's things that we need to process. And that's why I'm always talking about how you have to lose the emotional weight. Otherwise, all of this other stuff, what to eat, how to eat, when to move, how to move, none of that's going to matter if you don't get a grip on your own emotions and you learn how to self-regulate and you learn how to become self-aware and you learn how to take better care of yourself and you learn how to how to like like parent yourself in a way and like to show yourself self-love. Okay, because self-love doesn't just show up at the end of your weight loss journey. It's the way you get through the weight loss journey. And I just, the episode prior to this one was all about that. So let's talk about it. Where was I in February? So in February, I published an episode on February 1st. I had no intention of taking a break. Let me just say that. This was not planned. And I also just decided I wasn't going to communicate it. I needed to take some time away. So in February, what was planned was my husband was out of town for the first two weeks of the month um, for work. And so he was gone for two weeks, which means I was home with both of my kids who are four years old and at the time three months old. And it's me, myself, and I (laughs) 24-7. And I already knew going into it, this was going to be a lot. This was going to be hard. This was going to be challenging. This was going to be a time where I wasn't going to have much time left over for me. And so as a result, some of my other work projects, some of my other consulting projects and creative projects that I work on, I had to put those things on hold for a couple weeks. I had to take two weeks and just say, I cannot do both things right now because I need all of my focus to be on my kids because my daughter's eyes open at seven o'clock in the morning. It's like go time (laughs) and I'm going to be the only one waking up in the middle of the night with my three month old and I just need this time to like focus on being with my kids and to enjoy the time. It's not like it's all doom and gloom and hard. Yeah, it's hard as hell having two small kids when you're home alone by yourself in the middle of a pandemic. Like, yeah, it's challenging. Um, But there's also a lot of good things about it too. Um, And then I miss my husband. Like I actually like him. (laughs) I don't just love him. I like him and I want to spend time with him and not having my other half here. I don't like it. I don't like it. And so anyway, um, that was what happened. And I had full intentions on continuing the podcast, even given the circumstances. The only thing I didn't put on hold is the Irresistible You coaching group. I was still doing the coaching calls, still showing up in the group, still being there for my clients. But for everything else, I just, I couldn't have my work life competing with my mom life. And without having someone in the house with me to help out, 
I know that that's where my frustration and my anxiety would come from if I'm sitting there trying to work while my kids need me. And I don't want to do that. So anyway, um, and, and I'm blessed and I am like have full gratitude and awareness for the fact that I'm able to have that flexibility. And that didn't just happen. So that's a sidebar that we can talk about another day. But, you know, I'm not lucky. It's that I created that. I I intentionally have made my life this way so that I'm able to do those things. Anyway, that aside. So, you know, February started out strong. Um, I was planning out all my meals, sticking to my food plan, seeing the scale go down. And about a week into, about a week into him being gone, which was about a week into the month, about, yeah, something like that. Doesn't matter. But about a week into him being gone, I started to notice that, um, I was exhausted. <laughs> I think it was catching up to me. Um, the 20, liter, literally 24-7 being on taking care of two people that, that really need me. Plus, we have Chewy. We haven't, even, we haven't even thrown him into the mix. And Chewy has his own sets of needs as well. And he can be a little high maintenance at times. Um, Chewy is my chihuahua, for those of you that don't know. And about a week into it, I was tired. I was exhausted. Like... Um, <laughs> being the only parent in the house with a newborn is a little rough, to say the least. Um, and a four-year-old who is very high energy, oh, you know, she's she's always asking questions. She's very curious. She always wants to help, but she doesn't stop until her eyes close, okay? <laughs> so anyway, I think it was starting to hit me. And... When I'm tired, when I'm spent, when I have nothing else left to give in myself, it's very challenging for me to be creative and to be a content creator. So I was starting to notice that for me, I just honestly felt like I had nothing to say. And for those of you that know me, you're probably like clutching your pearls because you know that is not me. I have like a bank of content ideas for the podcast, but nothing was like resonating with me. I just didn't. And I couldn't come on here and fake the funk and like put something together because it would have felt that way. And I don't find that that would have been helpful for you. And I don't want to create content that is not helpful. I want to create content that you're going to resonate with, that you're going to find something in that you can relate to. And, you know, while I will always keep it real on here, and I think that's why this podcast is so appealing to you, I can't fake the funk if I just feel like I'm in this creative slump. And so while I was having this creative content slump, I was also finding myself diving into the weight loss slump. And it's so funny how the two things are parallel to each other. So I just kind of surrendered to that. I didn't fight it. I said, you know what? I'm not going to fight this. Right now is a little crazy in my life. My husband's out of town. I'm here with a three-month-old and my and my girl, my four-year-old, and Chewy, and I'm tired, and I don't have much else left to give. And you know what else? 
when Javi was born in October, and those of you that have been rocking with me, you know that I had a very crazy postpartum experience. Um, it was a life-threatening experience, and it was terrifying, and it was hard. And even though all those things happened to me, I was basically back to work in three weeks. And I don't feel like I had enough time off to really just soak it all in. And the same way I did with my with my firstborn. Um, and, and there's a difference. With my firstborn, I was still working for a company. Now I work for myself. There's a different level of responsibility. But that was also a thing where like, I'm just going to enjoy being a mom. Not a working mom, a freaking mom. Like, I'm just going to be a mom that's not sitting here worrying about statistics and analytics and downloads and did I post this? Have I posted that? And with all the love and respect to you guys, because I absolutely love and adore you guys, I needed a break. I needed to just be kind of like I it's, it's hard to even articulate this. I was feeling this overwhelming desire to be private which is strange because, um, you know, I run an online business. So social media is kind of like absolutely necessary in my life. But I was feeling an overwhelming desire to be private, to not share, to not post. Um, and even I'm talking about even on my personal Facebook, I just didn't want to post anything. Um, I, I don't know, and, and I'm still exploring where all that was coming from and the fact that I just kind of needed to be like, and, and here's what's interesting. That desire to just kind of like lay low, not post on social media, not put any podcast out, I didn't feel like like low about it. I didn't feel sad about it. I didn't feel depressed, like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. And I think the reason why is because I recognized I'm in a creative slump. My resources are very limited right now with what I can realist, realistically accomplish with with my personal situation. So instead of getting mad and angry and, and wondering why it's happening and fighting it, I'm going to just surrender to it. I'm going to just surrender to how I'm feeling. That this is how it is. This is, this is temporary. In a couple weeks, everything's going to get back to normal. And we can move on with our life and we can get some sleep. <laughs> so that's kind of where I was at. Um, and and I just, I didn't feel any type of way, really. It was just kind of like, this is just something I need to do. And I don't feel obligated to even communicate that I'm doing this right now. Because at the time, I didn't really know, like, am I going to come back in March? Am I going to take the whole month? I was kind of like taking it week by week. So as the weeks in February went on, I was still feeling the same way of like, I don't really have anything to add to the conversation. I just don't. Um, and so I just kind of took a backseat to things for a little bit. So as that was happening, kind of the same thing was going on in my weight loss where I was doing really good at you know, like in the beginning of the month, like we were, or not we, I was planning out my meals sticking to my food plans for each day, um, feeling really good about that, like feeling really confident about being able to do that and knowing that the scale was starting to to move and go down. And then it just kind of like, I'm not going to say it all went to shit because it didn't. It just went inconsistent 
that makes sense. And so it was like my whole month of weigh-ins was so just fluctuating, like up a pound, down two pounds, up a pound, down one pound. And when all is said and done, I ended February by losing a total of two pounds. Now, I could sit here and I could beat myself up about that. I could sit here and say only two pounds. It is what it is. If I look at the, and this is something I think you guys need to do as well, and this goes back to what I'm always saying of like, keep it real with yourself and have these honest conversations. And the conversation for me is like, because I wanted to be down like almost 10 pounds in February. I know that's like ambitious, but anyway, and I said to myself, I'm like, self, did you put in, I want to lose 10 pounds type of effort? And the answer is no. And the question comes up, well, why not? Well, because I was absolutely effing spent. I was exhausted. I was mentally, emotionally just just drained. <laughs> just drained. Um, and, and that's okay. And I also had some big emotions that I was having to process. Some, some things that were going on in my personal life that I needed some time to process. And I didn't realize that at the moment. Because I was thinking, why are we starting to have these old behaviors? Like there was a night where um, I feel like everyone's definition of a binge might look different. And I think of a binge as any time when you're, when you feel out of control with the types of food and the amount of food that you're eating. And, and let's do confession time. Okay. I went to fast food and I got a combo and I got a double cheeseburger, whatever combo, which I never get. Okay. Whenever I do eat fast food, if I have a burger, it's a single, I don't do doubles. Like those days are gone. Apparently not. (laughs) So I did that. And here's where like real fat girl mentality comes in is because as I ordered that, I felt like I would die in my five minute drive home of hunger. Totally irrational not going to happen, but that's how I felt. And so for my drive home, it's like on TikTok where they're like, tell me you're fat without telling me you're fat. It's like, I got a chicken sandwich to eat on the way home so that I wouldn't like die because I'm so malnourished. And so, um, just like, come on guys. Like what, like (laughs) that to me feels like a binge because it's, it's irrational. It's out of control eating. It's extreme amounts of food. So I would consider that to be a binge. So I did binge and I felt completely disgusting physically after that happened, but I had some really big emotions that I was dealing with and I needed to process that. And that's why I, you know, as I started to analyze what was going on, that's where that was coming from. So anyway, from that night, it kind of just like became inconsistent city, like doing good for breakfast, doing good for lunch. I'm tired. I'm the only adult in the house. I don't feel like cooking. I just want to like take a minute to like zone out for a second. I'm going to order food. So it kind of became that inconsistently. Not every day. Some days, you know, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. Okay. So I needed to process these feelings. 
And I think those feelings and those emotions that I was having were one of the reasons why I needed to be a little bit private because I just was feeling vulnerable. I was feeling um, fiercely protective of myself and my kids because you guys know that follow me like I do post my kids here and there. Um, That's no secret. But I was just feeling the need to like just take a step back for a second and think about some things. So um, at some point, I just kind of decided, you know what, February in terms of the podcast is kind of a wash. And let me just take some time off. Let me regroup. Let me think about how I want this to go. Because I'm also at a point where I'm feeling the need to make some changes to the podcast, to the business. I don't know what they are yet. I'm on the cusp of it. I just, I feel this, this, this like gnawing at me of something that has to change and I don't know what it is yet. And when I start to feel that way, I'm not sure. It just kind of like bites into my creativity as well. So anyway, I wanted to come back re-energized. I wanted to be able to come back here wanting and needing and craving to make these episodes for you because I know how much it helps you guys. And it helps me too to get on here and talk with you all about this stuff because I know that we get each other. And I think there's a lot of podcasts out there which, you know, (laughs) they claim they're talking about body image and weight and things like that, but they don't really get it. They don't really get it. And and I get it. And sometimes I think, oh, my God, should I be sharing with them that I, like, fast food binged? Um, you know, when I'm over here trying to, like, motivate and inspire you guys. And the answer is yes. Because, and I say this all the time, you don't get to some magic level like this is a game and you never have desires to binge eat again. You don't get to some level where it's like, you know, you never think, you never get hard emotions and things that you have to process. Like, this is a journey for the rest of your life. And so that's kind of where I want to tie this into a weight loss slump or what you think is a weight loss slump. So my old self, let's say pre-Irresistible You, Amy, before I started living this way, using my framework, using the methodology, the pre-Irresistible You, Amy, would have looked at February as an absolute failure. And she would have said something like, see, you're always telling yourself you're going to lose the weight and then something happens and you go to, you know, you start binging again and everything goes to shit and now you have to start over and now we have to make up for lost time and we have to find this really quick gimmicky diet to get the weight off as quickly as possible because you wasted a couple of weeks. And I would have felt like I was starting over. I would have felt like I was trying to do another type of diet all over again. All of the inner fat bitch talk would have started about how I was worthless, how I'm pathetic, you're so fat, you're so gross, blah, blah, blah. So the difference for me, when you go on a journey where you decide you're not doing that crap anymore, when you decide you're not going to do the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle anymore, you see things differently because... The difference when you start to decide, you know what, I'm going to lose my weight for the last time 
And in order to lose my weight for the last time, I have to deal with my emotions that I don't want to deal with. I have to look at why I'm using food to cope with my life in the first place. And let's be honest, earlier in the month when Frank was gone, yeah, I was using food because I'm bored. Not because I don't have anything to do, because I have plenty of shit to do with two little kids. (laughs) But when you're in that monotony of like not having an ounce of time for yourself, or anything that's like pleasurable outside of taking care of kids, you're going to use food for that comfort and that pleasure, okay? Um, Because here's the other thing. One of my ways to avoid that, to feed my soul, one of the things we talk about in the program, it's one of the guiding principles, is to get outdoors, is to go for walks, is to be in nature. That's like my jam. And I think in February, I heard on the weather, we ended up having like 15 of the days were raining. And that was at the beginning of the month. (laughs) So it was like the worst weather. It was freezing cold. We didn't get snow here, but it just rained and rained and rained. And it was freezing cold outside. So the way I look at this is that this is part of the journey. This is, this is part of the journey. And it might feel like a weight loss slump to you of like, well, I just can't get it together. I'm kind of like hitting a wall. I'm in this slump. But what you really should be thinking about is like, why? Is this really me being lazy and pathetic? Or is there something bigger going on here that I need to work through? Right? Because I could sit here and like, should I have lost more weight in February? Hell yeah, I should have lost more weight in February, of course. But in the long run, if I look at the whole journey, is that couple of weeks in February going to matter? No, it's not. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is when I get to my goal, Okay, when I get to my goal weight or my goal body size, my, you know, where I'm starting to feel really good again physically, and let's say it's a couple years from that, you know, down the road, am I going to be sitting around one day pissed off and angry and regretful and resentful that this one month in 2021, I was going through a hard time and I needed to like process some things for myself. And if I would have just not had the hard time and I would have stuck to the diet and I would have stuck to my food plan, I would have gotten here a lot sooner. It's not going to matter in the grand scheme of things. Okay. And this is why I constantly preach that you have, you, you just, you really need to throw out your weight loss timeline and remove those self-inflected expectations. Not because I think goals are stupid. I think you should have goals. And not because I don't think that you, you know, I don't, not because I don't think you should have a weight loss goal. You should. You absolutely should. It's helpful for many different reasons. But the reason I say to throw out your timelines is because the weight loss journey is so much bigger than just losing weight by a specific date. The weight loss journey is so much bigger than that. The and let me and let me add to that. 
when you want to lose weight for the last time. If you want to just lose weight to go to the the family reunion or, you know, so-and-so's wedding or your cruise or your vacation or your, you know, resort in Mexico, like, listen, do you, but know that that's not going to be long lasting. Okay. I'm talking about when you really want to lose weight for the last time, because you know, what's waiting for you. You know, the life that you've put on hold because of how the weight makes you feel. And I'm not even just talking about how it makes you feel when you look in the mirror. I'm talking about how it physically makes you feel to be in your body. So if you throw that timeline away, it gives you time to really focus on the emotional weight when stuff like this comes up for you. So that you're not beating yourself up for being a human being. Because if you have had a weight problem your entire life, if you have been using food your entire life to deal with your emotions, why do you have the expectation that just because you make the decision to lose weight, that all of the things that you've done your whole life are supposed to magically just go away? Think about that. How much time do you spend beating yourself up because you slipped up, because you slid backwards, because you had a binge? If you've been doing these things your entire life, don't expect that it's all going to just change because you make the decision that you want to lose weight. Because losing weight, and this is the stuff that diet culture and all that stuff does not tell us, losing weight is not just about the number on the scale, okay? It's also about what are you going to gain by losing your weight? What kind of life are you going to gain by losing the weight the physical weight, and the emotional weight. Think about the ways you hold yourself back, the way you talk to yourself, the way you beat yourself up, the the ways that you don't stand up for yourself, the way you treat yourself or not treat yourself. Think about how much you have to gain. And that's not going to happen just by making a food plan And just by exercising, it's not going to happen with just those two things. Because when you have spent a lifetime being the quote-unquote fat girl of the group, the fat funny friend, the fat one, the curvy one, the overweight one, the the plus size one, whatever you want to call it, when you have spent a lifetime being that person and, and having that as your only identity, It's not just about food and exercise. And that's what all these little thin and skinny so-called gurus, they don't get it because they haven't walked it and they haven't lived it. If you have struggled with the same five pounds your whole life, I'm sorry, I can't relate to you and you can't relate to me. It's a different vibe going on, okay? So it's like, 
when that's who you have been for so long, you've got a lot more work to do than writing down what you're going to eat tomorrow. You've got a lot more work to do than getting in your steps and looking at your Fitbit. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things are very important. They're part of the process. Because you guys know I'm like a broken record. You hear me say it all the time. The physical act of losing weight, it's real simple shit. You put less like bullshit food in your body and you move more. You eat less and move more. It's science. It's simple. Okay? It's like simple ass math. It's really easy stuff. But when you have the lifetime of having the fat girl identity, when you have a lifetime of using food as a way to hide from your hard, scary emotions, when you've used your body as an excuse as to why you can't live a certain way, why you can't go after your goals, you got more work to do, boo. A lot more work. That's called the emotional weight. And the weight loss journey, if you don't incorporate how to tackle those demons, they're going to eat you alive. If you don't learn, like one of the biggest skills in life period that you could learn how to do, and no one ever teaches this, if you learn how to regulate and manage your emotions, like you got this in the bag. You got this because in the weight loss journey, it's going to bring up a lot of emotions. You think I'm, you think I'm kidding? Think about how many times you have gotten to a certain number or a certain size and you get blocked. Meaning you get to this certain number, let's say Wonderland, you get to 199 and every time you get to 199, you take your foot off the gas and you start self-sabotaging. Boom, boom, boom. And next thing you know, you're right back where you started from. Like how many people have that story, right? And have you ever stopped to think, why am I doing this? What is it that I'm afraid of? Because it's not a fear of failure. And I mean this with all the peace and all the love, but you know how to fail because you've been doing it for years. So don't sit there and tell me you're afraid to fail because you already know how to fail. You're afraid of success. You're afraid, and we talked about earlier, what's waiting for you? What kind of life are you going to gain when you lose? When you lose the weight, what kind of life will you gain? And are you afraid of that? Because now you've got to show up. You've got to step up. You've got to, you've got to become this version of yourself. This, that's the irresistible you stuff. That's irresistible you that's underneath all the fat. Who is that woman? Who is it that you're trying to become? And why are you afraid to be her? Why are you so afraid to be seen? This is the stuff that keto diets and, you know, the size four guru on Instagram, they're not telling you about this stuff. They're selling you a meal plan and an exercise plan, and that is not your problem. Because if you could stick to a meal plan and an exercise plan, you would have done it years ago. Because in theory, that's not hard. 
Someone literally hands you a meal plan and you're supposed to follow it. Why can't you follow it? Because you have all this other shit you're not dealing with. All this emotional weight that you're carrying. Because you don't know how to manage your emotions. You don't know how to show up for yourself when life gets hard. When life hands you big, hard, scary emotions. that Things that you just don't want to have to deal with. What happens when you no longer get to run away from it and use food to deal with it? So getting out of a weight loss slump is is not necessarily about, I need to get a new meal plan. Let me go on Pinterest and find all the things. Let me go look at these, like all these skinny, like what is it called? Thinspiration on Instagram. So I can like make myself feel like shit about my body. It's not about that. Getting out of a weight loss slump is about figuring out what is it that I'm avoiding? What is it that I'm feeling? How am I showing up? What are the emotions that I'm having? And how can I deal with it? And here's the thing. Sometimes that slump that you're in, it doesn't need to go away by tomorrow. And that's kind of what what the deal was for me is I kind of surrendered to say, you know what, I've got these big scary emotions that I need to process and deal with and I don't need to have this figured out tomorrow. I don't need to have this figured out by Monday, but I'm going to go ahead and use February as like, let's just figure this out. Let's, let's, let's spend some time. Let's have some reflection. Let's think about these things. And then we'll be able to get back on track because you can't get back on track when you have all these like hard, scary emotions that are just sitting there under the surface. You have to process through them. That's part of the journey. And I would much rather spend the time to do that knowing I never have to lose this weight again. Because while I'm working towards my goal, I'm also learning how to deal with all this stuff. And not running away from it and then looking for a gimmicky diet because I just feel desperate now because I wasted three weeks of my life and I have to get it off. You didn't waste time. Any time in your life that you're going through something and you're able to like self-reflect and learn from it, it wasn't a waste of time. And in the grand scheme of things, like, again, those couple of weeks or couple of months that you might stall out or you might feel like you're in a slump, is that really going to matter? If I told you no matter what, you're going to get to your goal, you're going to create this incredible irresistible life once, you know, like not even just about the weight, but you're going to have the life you've always craved. Would you care how long it's going to take? If I said it's going to take two years versus a year and a half, would that even matter? No. So surrender to the timeline. Surrender to this deadline that if you don't do it by this date, you're a failure. Here's something else. Those gimmick diets that you try because you're so desperate to like catch up to yourself because you wasted all the time and you just got to catch up and you're desperate and you got to hustle, hustle, hustle to get the weight off. Those gimmicks are going to fade over time 
because they were never intended as a way for you to live your life. Like I saw this girl, um, and I'm not going to say her name, but there's a girl that I follow on Instagram and she's beautiful. She is incredibly thin. Most people would look at her and say like, your body's, you know, perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. And I have seen her on stories lately, completely stressing out about like, it's like less than 10 pounds. And I don't even know where the 10 pounds are on her body and the diet culture bullshit that she's posting and the stress and like the, I have to eat this and I can only eat this and I can't eat that. And it's like, girl, I just wish you could see what other people see. And then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you can't live your life so tightly wound up and like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I can't have this. I can't have that. And then you're always miserable and you're always dreading everything because you haven't found a way to lose the weight in a way that is sustainable for the rest of your life. And I tell you guys all the time, I have no intention of living a life without cheesecake and birthday cake. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> like, I I want to live a life where I'm eating birthday cake and cheesecake, but I'm also strong and working out and, like, living an active lifestyle and eating clean food as well. I'm not trying to eat cake every single night because that's not going to work for me. But I'm not going to live a life where I'm terrified when the birthday cake comes out. So those gimmicky things that you're trying because you feel like you were in a slump and you feel like you have to get out of it and you have to catch up and you have to make up for lost time, those gimmicks are going to fade because they're not made to sustain you in the long term. That's why you keep starting and stopping and you're on the yo-yo diet cycle. But here's what will always be there. Your emotions are going to be with you until the day you die. And they're going to be all over the map. Because that's what emotions do. They're going to be up and down and up and down and in the middle. And we're going to feel all kinds of different emotions at any given point in the day. Okay, think about your, your day today. How many different things did you feel from the time you woke up to the time you go to bed? Okay, so one of the biggest skills you can have, especially in weight loss especially if you want to lose weight for the last time, is you have to learn how to manage your emotions so you can lose the emotional weight that's holding you back. That emotional weight that is holding you back from the life that you deserve because it is holding you back. It's not the physical weight that's holding you back. Now, let's be real. There might be limitations that you have right now because of your physical weight, but the majority of what's holding you back is the way you feel about the weight, the way the weight makes you feel, the inner fat bitch chatter and conversation that you have about yourself and the weight. That's what's holding you back. And if you continue to just push those emotions down and cover them up with a gimmicky diet, you will always find yourself waking up going, how did I gain the weight again? I can't believe this happened. Because you're checked out. Because you don't want to be present. Because you don't want to deal with that stuff. And the only way to get through all of this is to deal with the stuff you don't want to deal with. 
you know, quite honestly, to be real with y'all, I don't care about the number on the scale. The scale right now, four months out from, from postpartum, is at 254 at the time of this recording. I'm going to be very real with y'all, okay? I don't like seeing that number. But it's not because of the number, okay? If I could stay at 254 and feel good in my skin, and when I say feel good, I mean feel amazing when I look in the mirror, feel amazing in my clothes, to feel physically strong and good, I wouldn't care. But the truth of it is, where I'm at right now, I'm not comfortable. I'm not physically comfortable at this weight. Um, my pregnancy with Javi, I have so much extra stomach that's just left over that it's almost painful to even sit up in the bed right now. Like my stomach just got ginormous with this pregnancy. Like my stomach's always been my, you know, quote unquote problem area, but postpartum, this has been the hardest part. And I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. I don't like feeling um, like I'm not strong or in control. I don't hate me. I don't hate Amy. I dislike the way the extra weight makes me feel. Do you see the difference? That's the difference. And I know pre-irresistible you, Amy, would say, I just hate myself and I'm completely worthless because I can't be worthy as long as my stomach looks like this. Okay. And that's a whole other thing. I think maybe I could do an episode on that too, just more in depth around postpartum body image. And it's just like, I've said this before, and I think I even did an episode around it. I don't even know you guys. There's so many episodes now. It's like crazy. But you know, after the baby comes out, that cute little round stomach that was so adorable and it made you feel cute and everything else, especially when you're overweight and it all kind of just, I always say like all the fat and the baby just blends into one. I'm like, oh, I don't have to suck in. Yay. Um, like once it's gone, the baby's out. It's like the party's over. You know, when you have a party, it's like the party's over. All your guests went home. You're sobering up, reality setting in, the balloons are deflating, and my stomach is the balloon. And now I have to deal with it. And it doesn't just go away. <laughs> right? So postpartum body image is like some next level shit. Like seriously. Um, but this is the reality. This is where I am. Okay? And... I can either sit here and continue to feel miserable, continue to like curl up in a ball and not want to deal with stuff or make the decision that I'm worth more than that. <laughs> and I gave myself a pity party deadline. Those of y'all that are in my program, you always know I say that like you can have a pity party, but you need to start in a stop time. And I told myself, February, like, we'll take a back seat. We're going to chill out. We're going to figure some things out. We're going to process through these feelings that we're having about some stuff. And 
March is going to be back on it. And that doesn't mean we're going to be perfect in March and we're not going to, it doesn't mean we're going to like stay exactly in our points range every day and exactly on this number of steps. Like, no, it's like, you're going to just keep pushing forward and doing the best you can do with what you have. Okay. And so for me in March, it's like, I have, I kind of have a number in mind that I would love to hit. But that's not really the goal. I want to start to feel like I am deflating <laughs> in the best way possible. Um, and the only way that's going to happen for me is number one, nutrition. Obviously, that's a big part of weight loss. But number two, I've got to move my body a lot. I've got to do a lot of cardio and a lot of movement so that I can start to feel some of this fat like actually deflating and going away. And if you don't like the body you're in, you don't have to stay here. And you also don't have to hate yourself because of it. We get to decide what we want to do. Okay. You might be at 254 and feel amazing. And I fully recognize that for someone else out there listening, 254 right now is your goal weight. Just to get there would be amazing. And for me, this is my reality. Okay. So, you know, in this journey to lose almost 100 pounds, I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work to do. Before I got pregnant, I probably had like maybe 40 pounds to, to finally get to where I wanted to be. And the pregnancy added on another 60. And I've only lost a little bit of that so far. Um, so I've, I've got a ways to go, but you can't look at how far you have to go. You have to focus on where you are now. And so if you're in a weight loss slump, what's really going on right now? What is it that you're avoiding? Why don't you want to do the work? Um, you know, and like I mentioned earlier, I fully admit it to myself. I don't want to do the work right now because I'm just exhausted. I don't have a moment for myself with everything that was going on um, in my February. So have these honest conversations with yourself because self-awareness and, and meeting yourself where you are and acknowledging your situation, I promise you it's going to get you to where you want to go. And I know this because this is what I did last time when I, when I had my daughter and I had to get that baby weight off. This is exactly what I did. And it was the one, it was like for the first time I was doing things differently than I had ever done before. And I never gained the weight back until I got pregnant. <laughs> That's a whole other story. <laughs> of course you're going to gain weight when you're pregnant. Duh. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you want to lose this weight for the last time, then you have to be willing sometimes to let things go longer than you think they should go. Not to beat yourself up because you didn't get right back on track this morning. And if you're able to, that's amazing. But sometimes you're just not able to because you've got more stuff to process and think through. So it just boils down to have these conversations with yourself. Stay self-aware. A matter of fact, self-awareness is one of the key things that I teach inside of Irresistible You because you can't keep zombie eating your ass through your life. You cannot keep zombie eating or you're going to wake up and it's going to be the end of 2021 and you're going to go, oh my God, this happened again. 
So at some point, you've got to take control and decide to be self-aware, even when it hurts. Because what hurts more? Facing the emotions that, that sting or continuing to feel so uncomfortable and miserable in your skin and also have unprocessed emotions? You know, pick your poison. So that's it, guys. I am back. I am full speed ahead with the podcast. I've actually got some really big goals that I'm trying to hit with the podcast too. It is time to grow this baby like I've never grown it before. So I need a favor from you, okay? I would love if you could share this podcast. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Facebook group. Share it in an email. Share it however you feel comfortable. If you have someone in your life that would benefit from this information, please let them know that this podcast exists. That would be amazing. If you want like bonus points, I would love if you would take the time to leave a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts. Because that, so here's what that does. This is why podcasters are always telling you to leave a review. (laughs) When you leave a review, it boosts the podcast in the algorithm, which what that means is the more people that leave reviews, it's telling Apple podcast, oh, people really like this podcast. We should push this up so that more women can see it. And that's going to help me. And and so I would just love that if you could do me that honor and that favor. I would greatly appreciate it because I've got some big goals here. There's going to be some big stuff coming with the podcast that you're going to see soon. I am back. I am back to posting on social media. The best place to catch up with me like on a day-to-day basis is um, Instagram. I am at Irresistible Icing. I don't post a ton anymore on my Instagram feed. I mostly just post on stories because I just, I love Instagram stories. They're fast, they're quick, and it's just a cool way for all of us to interact. So if you don't see a great, um, a post that's fairly new on my feed. It's because I'm in stories, so just go check me out there. You can also join our free Irresistible You podcast group, which is on Facebook. That is linked down below. You can also just go on your phone or your computer on Facebook and search Irresistible You podcast, and you will see the um, Facebook group. So those are the different ways that you can connect with me. I... um, I'm so happy to be back. I can't wait to discuss this more with you. We'll head on over to the Facebook group and Instagram and we'll talk more about this. Let me know how you're doing. Shoot me a DM. Let me know if you've also been in a slump and what you are doing to get out of it and all of the good stuff. I love you guys so much. I cannot wait to chat more. Until the next time, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.